Yo, welcome back, Five Nine Gamers. It is that time once again. It is time for the next episode of the Dokom Battle Podcast. We are here with episode fifty-seven, Messenger from the Future. Uh, due to some unfortunate technical issues, uh, we were not able to do this episode live on the Twitch channel. So this is a YouTube exclusive episode. So hopefully you guys will enjoy this one. There's plenty of stuff to talk about this week. So as always, I am your host, Damas Ningen, and I am joined by a group of very special guests. So first up, let's say hello to our boy Minato. Hello, hello. Uh, and Kyber sucks. <laughs> I had to get that in there somewhere. And then, of course, next up we have joining us for the first time in a little while, we have the man of many gatchas, Mr. Gale Riot. Hello, everybody. I'm still struggling through World Tournament. Uh, it's pain. Can, <laughs> yeah. can you please remove this mode entirely? I beg. <laughs> and then also we have a, another special guest, hopefully uh, recharged and rejuvenated from his 24-hour stream. How's it going, Tystra? What is going on, my dudes? And uh, yeah, I'm plenty recharged now. Got a little bit of sleep and I'm re ready to go with some uh, Dokkan news. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. So jumping straight in to the first topic, I'm sure everyone could guess what it is just by the title of the episode. But yes, JP released a new Dokkan Fest exclusive Transforming Trunks. It goes from AGL to Super Saiyan, obviously from the his first appearance in the series where he appeared to defeat Mecha Frieza. So I'm going to jump straight to Minato since he is our resident JP main on the episode. Um, I know you've recently been trying him out. Uh, tell us what you think about the AGL trunks. Yeah, so I did end up getting trunks. Um, I tried him out, and he's actually pretty good. He's a little better at 55%. Uh, personally, was what I use him at than I thought he was going to be at. I feel like he could be used definitely in a multitude of difficult content. For me, he's been sitting around like a good 200k defense, especially if he double supers. I find it pretty often for him to double super in his base form. My only real disappointment for him is his design when he goes Super Saiyan and, you know, the amount of time it takes for him to transform into Super Saiyan. Uh, because it's like, he wants to be like a, it's like a Super Battle World type transformation with, you know, like wanting the debuffs and debuffing himself. But you won't really get that in those short Super Battle World content. It reminds me of like the Tech Kefla where that Kefla has a dodge chance, but you won't really need that in like long difficult content. So it's kind of weird, but overall, I actually have a lot of fun with this Trunks. He's been a unit I've been waiting for for a long time at this point. And honestly, at the very least, I'm just glad we finally have him. Mm. Yeah, his card art and his animations are definitely uh, pretty damn good. So, uh, Gail, I know you are mainly a global player, but what are your thoughts on this uh, AGL Trunks? Are you excited for when he eventually comes to global? What do you think about his uh, his design? I think as the as the card itself, like the Super Saiyan Trunks from that moment, I'm super excited for that. I was super excited for that. As a unit itself, I will admit the design is a bit wonky when he decides to go Super Saiyan Trunks. Um, I think his condition to go Super Saiyan Trunks isn't bad at all. It's the stuff he does after that kind of makes it a bit more weird with the whole stun seal thing. And while I do get the whole factor of like, oh, you know, you're not necessarily going to see it, you know, especially if you don't have any dupes in him or you're a free-to-play player who gets him, more often than not, you might actually see it in Super Battle Road and stuff where you're going to actually be able to see it because that's the only places you'll see stuns and seals primarily as well as attack down and defense down statuses, right? Uh -huh. um, but I do agree, like, in general, it's a very weird sort of design they've went for him unless we have something coming up that he'll be actually useful in which is possible because the last time we got a new trunks uh, a dokkan fest trunks that is we did see a complete meta shift in terms of like oh stacking units are actually good now right so who knows maybe there might be something coming up soon yeah, it's definitely interesting because like you say, there's only really one mode in the game now where stunning and sealing is actually useful. Um, and you you don't always want to be getting it super late into that event because it's super useful to get right at the beginning. But yeah, mm -hmm. I've seen obviously as a global player myself, I've checked out some of the videos for Trunks and uh, I definitely agree with what Minato was saying about the uh, his base form is really good. Uh, his 
transformation just seems he doesn't seem to get that huge kind of boost from the transformation like units like str cooler bojack agl bardock mm -hmm. like you can see they have a major jump in power once you transform them whereas this guy doesn't really seem to have that so the thing i said to minato earlier was he kind of feels like he's going to end up like the tech trunks where you only end up using the active skill uh like as a finisher right at the end of the event and yep. you're just gonna kind of be using him in base form which is a shame because obviously like i say his animations are very very good so obviously on his banner we got a new side banner unit which is the heart virus goku um i think it is is it technically the first portrayal of him? I'm sure there's another Goku that's from that same era, but the first one properly portrayed as the heart yeah. virus Goku, I would say. So, Tystra, um, I know you do dabble in both versions of the game, although I believe you are a global main, but I'm sure you've seen a little bit about this guy. What are, what are your thoughts on the uh, side banner unit heart virus Goku? Well, the first thing I want to point out is that this is actually the uh, best Turtle School lead right now with 130%. The previous one that was actually kind of took its place was the recently awakened STR Super Saiyan Goku. So it was actually really, really cool to see that even though this, to me, it feels weird to see, okay, Goku having a heart attack as a leader for <laughs> Turtle School. It's kind of weird. It's a very weird thing to look at. But um, I, think it's, I think it's a decent unit. I, I, I haven't really dabbled too much with him because I haven't been able to pull him or Trunks. Um, but overall, he seems pretty good. You know, attack and defense plus 100%, raises attack and defense by 200 with how much HP is remaining. Uh, you get a little bit of the uh, reducing damage later on. So I think he's a decent unit, especially as a side banner unit. It's just, again, I love the fact that mainly it's a new Turtle School lead, so people can actually experiment with that category now um, instead of just doing the 120%. And hopefully soon we'll actually get a 170%. Hmm. Yeah, he definitely seems uh, like a strong unit. Uh, Minato, did you manage to pull this guy as well as the trunks? No, but I was able to try him out um, <laughs> a little bit on the private server kind of thing for the 5.9 channel, but uh -huh. <laughs> I think he's broken, personally. <laughs> I oh, think really? he's absolutely busted. 300% uh, attack and defense start of turn, so he's usually... I've, I've seen him usually around like 170-80k defense, especially if you're higher in HP. With 59% damage reduction, I, I tried him on Pure Saiyan's Extreme Super Battle Road. He took double digits from normals. He took like 100k from a super attack, which if you're on JP and you've played that stage, you know units in there be, is really do be taking like 100k normals on its own, like 700k super attacks. This guy fills a very needed role for that stage. And for a lot of the teams, he fills that role needing a very, very powerful and efficient slot one unit he's a bounty that actually does immense damage which is crazy because usually bounty units only do supreme damage uh that's a pretty big job especially with him greatly stacking attack now of course he's only really good for the first five turns turn six and onward he's still pretty solid but it's those first five turns that where he really is able to shine which is good because i feel like most super saiyan gokus in the game a lot of them are really designed to be towards longer events than shorter events like the transforming goku lr namek super saiyan goku he has an amazing link set with saiyan lineage perfect battle shocking speed i can go on and on about this unit in my opinion he is he, he's definitely like a consideration for the best unit to pull in the unfeatured pool um i would say my only thing about this guy is again he's super saiyan goku so there's a lot of competition for him um but he's great even at 55 percent i know i was actually speaking with luka dokan and he took him into pure saiyans and he still did extremely well because the damage reduction is just too powerful and he could triple super and everything he's just he's just so dumb in my opinions they, they really just <laughs> they made in cabby and they made this guy <laughs> so there's a clearly a huge difference between them i feel like i mean even in general with other bounty units i love this guy's design and yeah, it's an interesting change because obviously we've been seeing a uh, a lot of the side banner units recently have all been support units, whereas uh, this guy is just an out and out solo, bit of a one man army. And like you said, having damage reduction on top of incredibly high defensive stats already is obviously a very powerful uh, he, combination. He feels like a Dokkan fest. Like actually, he feels like a Dokkan mm -hmm. fest, especially with the immense damage. 
Mm, yeah, he definitely seems uh, seems very, very good. So definitely a uh, a good, strong side banner unit. I love you. You have to, you have to get the Int Cabe Slander in there. Uh, yes. That's going to be a running theme for a while. So in terms of uh, the overall banner, so obviously the uh, Trunks and the Goku are the two new units, but what would you say about the banner in terms of its overall value? Is this a good banner for people to summon on? Is this going to be a skip for a lot of people? Uh, Gail, what are your thoughts about the uh, banner itself? Um, the banner itself is probably a skip for a lot of people. I mean, look, uh, you've got, I'm, I'm going to go over the Dokkan Fests and the banner rather than main featured units, you know, because uh -huh. those are the ones that will drag people in is like, what's the rest of the banner looking like, right? Yep. In Goku Black is on the cards for an easy, you know, especially because I think he came out before TechEd, right? Of course, before uh -huh. Global and JP. So he's obviously on the cards to get an easy soon. I think a lot of characters are at this point. So we can't really say that as an excuse for, oh, you might want to summon on this banner. And most people probably have him rainbow by now. Um, you have Ajil Zamasu who's aged badly. Like it's not even <laughs> it's not even funny how bad he's aged. He he aged the moment he was released. I'll be very frank and say that I've not used him outside of his like first month of his release. Honestly speaking, so he's not really good. Trunks is okay, but he's also been kind of you know outmatched by a lot of other units. The tech Trunks as well. And then if you look at Gohan and the kids, the kids are decent, but you need their team to rock them to their full potential. And then Ajo Gohan's obviously solid enough. So it's not a bad banner for the more recent Dokkan Fest, but the old Dokkan Fest, nah, it's not good enough. So I personally skip this banner, mm. to be honest, if it came to global like this. Yeah, because this is the first return of the AGL Kid Gohan, isn't it, I believe? Yes. Yes. So, mm -hmm. yes. so yeah, it's going to be one of those things where uh, maybe you want to pick him up with coins, uh, maybe you want to try a couple of multis, but yeah, the older units definitely are a bit lacking. The AGL Zamasu, it, it's, it's in the same vein of what we were just talking about with the Heart Virus Goku, because he has damage reduction, but he also has really solid defense. Whereas obviously this mm -hmm. AGL Zamasu came out and he has a little bit of damage reduction, but then he has no defense to back it up. No defense so, whatsoever, yeah. yeah. And I um I was quite a while ago now, but I did actually get him to full level 10 links to see how he would be nowadays. And yeah, he's he's okay, which is just not good enough, really. So not good enough. He, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, at some point in the future, you know, one day, pie in the sky, like he'll get an easy A, and I'm sure then he'll be really oh, good. Yeah. But that's uh, I think I that's mean, a long I way mean, away at this point. With his, with his easy A, all they need to do is literally just slap defense on him. That's literally all they need to do, arguably, oh, right? No, Gail, we can't. Then he's fine. After <laughs> the after the Int Gohan debacle, we can't say that anymore. Oh yeah, because, true. I can't say that anymore. because then <laughs> they will just give him more defense, and then everyone will complain. <laughs> I mean, the difference is that he'll also, he'll also get a Where's stat increase, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he'll get the stat increase on, like, Gohan did. So, I mean, that'll help a lot, a bit as well. Um, no, I I mean, yeah, he just needs that extra defense. Give him at least maybe, like, an extra 20% attack across the board. That's fine. <laughs> One yeah. thing I want to mention, too. Uh, sorry about cutting in right there. I want yeah. uh, two, three things that I think that I should be mentioned about this banner. Firstly, the Trunks of Maso and Google Black, they're actually, all three of them were actually featured on Videl's banner as well. So oh, <laughs> that's something funny to bring up. Um, I would say the banner is kind of a skip. Wait to see what Heroes has. But another yeah. thing is, Tech Hate was featured on the Kale and Khalifa banner, and he ended up getting an easy A. So... Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't say expect possibly an easy from one of these guys, but I mean, based off of that trend, if they want to continue with that kind of cycle and not give, you know, those category what? banner units, uh, easy A banners, then it could be possible that one of these guys get an easy A because there's a three week, like unknown period on JP. So we'll have to wait and see though. Well, we still could get a part to LR as well. You know, yes. Because there should be enough of a gap. And I mean, they usually don't mind running over. Like, Global will probably get a run over between, like, what is Gogeta, Janemba, and Heroes as well, right? So I assume mm -hmm. there's going to be an LR, which, I mean, who knows what will be. I mean, probably Mecha, Frieza. L LR, Soto, Hope, Trunks, and they easy at the tech trunks. Imagine. <laughs> no, <I mean, laughs> that would be crazy, dude. Mm. 
Yeah, that would be crazy. Well, speaking of Easy Ace, uh, there's a whole bunch of that going on on JP at the moment as well. So we got Easy Ace for the uh, free-to-play tech Android 17 and STR 18, the future versions. Um, those are actually live in the game now, and there's a couple that are upcoming. Um, so Tystra, for the two free-to-play future Androids, uh, what do you think of these Easy A's? <laughs> i i love the fact that they just made like in my opinion these two were some of the best free-to-play units that ever came out and the fact that their easy a's make them that much better is amazing they got you know they're getting basically attack power off of key and how many key spears they're getting um it, they're just busted in my opinion especially like if you just want to like if you just want to basically get as much attack power as you can for free to play units, these are absolutely busted. Um, I, I want these on global as soon as humanly possible. Cause I want to see what they could do. And the fact that they're still infinite stackers with their attack and defense, like that's, that's the icing on the cake for these units. I love units that stack consistently mm. and I can't praise them enough. I love these free to play units. So, yeah, they was. I feel like they were pretty solid even before their Easy A, especially four free to play units. So yeah, their Easy A's are very, very good. So definitely uh, looking forward to those coming to global. Uh, obviously, they are required for the uh, Brian Battle Trunks Easy A. Um, and speaking of which, Prime Battle Trucks Easy A. So, Minato, why don't you talk to us a little bit about the Easy A for the AGL Prime Battle Trunks? I think he's really good. Like, he looks simple on paper, but he's going to be a monster in Super Battle Road. Um, even in long events, I like the effect that they added. So, where he still gets key against facing an enemy, and then he still gets more key and additional 40% attacking defense when he delivers a final blow, which again makes him pretty good for long events. Keep in mind that can only be activated once, of course. Um, and against multiple enemies, he gets eight key and 40% attack and defense, and then he gets another 40% when performing a super attack. This is a billion. 40% all around his kit. He's a very strong unit. He has very high stats. Um, I would say he's just good. I My only thing is I feel like I will, I wish his A-Tinky Super Attack had a better effect. Massively raising attack is nice, but you know, it's not like the greatest thing ever. Um, his link skill is pretty solid. No prepared for battle does suck, but it's still pretty solid on a lot of teams. He's just a great free-to-play easy A. Um, can't wait to actually try him out more in-game. He comes on about two days at the time of this recording so very excited mm, yeah he's definitely uh it looks very interesting obviously be pre-eza he was definitely uh better against multiple opponents and they've built up on that so obviously super battle road is going to be a great place to try him out so other units that will be required for his um his extreme z area which are not yet live in the game is the easy a's for the physical android 13 and uh oh sorry 14 and 15 and and the sdr android 13 so another bunch of free to play androids getting easy a's in order to take on that trunks event uh so gail tell us a little bit about the str android 13 easy a what do you think of this guy honestly he is decent i must admit i mean gets that free damage reduction when he is eight or more which i mean if you look at his link set, isn't difficult to get, you know, fear and fate, shattering the limit, give key plus four already, um, which is fine. You're going to get shattering the limit, especially if you link him up with, say, 14 and 15, for example, right? Um, and then on top of that, he gets an extra attack and defense when you're facing an enemy whose name is Goku, Vegeta, Trunkstein, or Piccolo, which, I mean, quite frankly speaking, that is nearly 50% of the game, like we always like to say with hybrids and uh, pure saints is like you're gonna face them regularly and goku and vegeta they're common enemies right so uh -huh. it's not really a difficulty to get that extra 130 percent attack and defense and like i said earlier on getting that uh, you're gonna want to run him with android 14 and 15 because of that extra 70 percent attack and defense uh in the same turn right so it's not bad he kind of does get a bit of reliance on that uh attack and defense 130 but i don't think it's too difficult to obtain and then of course he stacks attack and defense which is I mean, always a good thing. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, he seems like another unit. His he, even before his EZA, he was pretty solid, and now he's uh, definitely a bit of a beast. And if you're getting that extra one thirty attack and defense, his stats are going to be very high, and then with forty percent damage reduction on top. So definitely looking very good. And then Minato, what about the physical uh, fourteen and fifteen? I mean, they're definitely very good. Uh, they really want to be next to that Android 13, though. But if they're, when they're next to that Android 13, being able to foresee enemy super attack for the rest of the battle is absurd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's, mm -hmm. that's a busted ability because it affects turns that they're not even on. So, yep. you know, yep. get them once on rotation with that 13. Uh, they're insane. They share a lot of links with that 13. They actually work pretty good with the... Um, uh, 18 and 17, uh, the 8 and 17 card, actually, uh, Hachan and 17, uh -huh. which was the Halloween card that came out. I feel like they could have done something more on their super attack effects. And other than mm -hmm. that, they're definitely restricted to the androids or, you know, artificial life form target Goku teams. Was only on those really on yeah, the was... four teams, including joint forces. Yeah. That's really my only issue with them, which sucks because that 4C enemy super attack effect is so powerful. But I guess that's mm -hmm. why they really went with that, of course. Um, very good unit. They also can get damage reduction if there's a Fusion 13. Um, they're just solid. They're, that's a very nice easy a unit that's a very good buff for the Android team, which definitely needed help. Um, Android's getting all these easy A's and stuff. You know, getting a lot of buffs from free-to-play units, I'd say. I like them. They're pretty solid. Yeah, they were unlike some of the, the previous androids that we've talked about. I think definitely pre-EZA, they were uh, very much showing their age because the, uh, the seeing super attacks, obviously very powerful mechanic, but obviously the unit themselves was starting to become a little bit of a liability. Uh, whereas obviously now, uh, if you're able to get them on a team with both versions of the Android 13, obviously the easiest way to do that is with the AGL Transforming 13. You can unlock that for C Super Attacks for the whole of the rest of the battle. And then when you have a Fusion Android 13, not only are their stats pretty good with post-EZA and they're buffing the allies, they also are picking up damage reduction. So a lot of these uh, new units getting damage reduction. So very, very good EZAs coming uh, for the Android team, like you said, very good buff for that team. So uh, the only other EZ8 that we know about that is confirmed, but we do not yet have the information for, is uh, we are getting an EZ8 for the LR physical trunks. So they're keeping up this uh, trend now of EZAing LRs that kind of fit in with the theme of the celebration. Um, I think this this is going to leave only the tech. Uh, Goku Black and Zamasu as one of the OG set of LRs that does not yet have an EZA. So does that mean we could see a Goku Black or Zamasu themed Dokon Fest next I'm for JP? It. Very interesting. Please. So please, please. <laughs> Very interesting yes, to see <laughs> what this guy's going to do, the physical trunks. We won't go into speculation on that in this particular episode, but you guys out there watching this, make sure you keep an eye out. Make sure you're following 5.9gaming over on Twitter because we will be posting a form very soon for the fan-made cards episode where you guys can tell us your design concepts for that physical trunks EZA. So keep an eye out for that. We've already got a Heroes one in the works, which should be out soon. And then the physical trunks EZA will be coming up after that. So make sure you are following us on Twitter and keeping an eye out for that form. So the other topic that we have here for JP, which is uh, sure to get some global players grumbling after grip my teeth as we talk through this subject is of course super battle road <laughs> so jp got an announcement for super battle road in the news and obviously at first before it was all fully revealed and translated everyone kind of jumped to the assumption that it was going to be another set of 10 stages releasing which of course of everything that's been going on with global recently not getting stages with certain celebrations that would have put jp 30 stages ahead because they are currently <laughs> 20 stages ahead but we're talking to minato about it earlier discussing the actual details so minato you take it away why don't you fill us in so what is actually going on with super battle road on jp yes so they actually updated the news about like a day or two ago stating that 
There is only going to be one new Super Battle Road stage at a stage added for the celebration for drunks, and they say in the future they will add at one or more stages. So it could be one, it could be multiple, however many they want at any time they want to. And they also announced that they're going to make Super Battle Road permanent, so it's always going to be up not only on just the weekend. Now this is only for the normal Super Battle Road. There's no news or speculation on Extreme Super Battle Road. That's basically how it's going to work. Along with that, they're going to have support memories for every 10 stages completed. So for every set of 10 stages, there's going to be a support memory reward. Um, and that's basically the gist of how it's working. There's no really other details or information. The stage comes out on the 18th. So we'll definitely, if there's anything else that we'll know about it for sure, we'll definitely know by then. Mm-hmm. So did they not, I'm assuming they haven't actually said what the stage is, like which category no. stage it is. Okay. So it's quite interesting because obviously that's something that we have talked about in the on the podcast in the past. The fact that, you know, that sometimes it takes so long between the releases of these new stages. Um, so I, I I do quite actually like this idea of just releasing like one or two stages every now and then, potentially with each celebration, obviously cuts down the wait time between the new stages. Um, unless you're on global, of course, because as I say, we're still 20 stages behind. We should have got 10 new category stages with the Gohan celebration, um, which is almost over on global and then 10 new ESBR stages came with the Gogeta celebration on JP, which is at this point like 99% confirmed to be the next celebration that's coming on global. So be interesting to see whether we do actually get any drop or not. Um, but something we were discussing beforehand, um, so Tystra, I'll throw this over to you to start us off with. Um, what does this mean potentially for the future of Super Battle Road LRs? Because obviously the previous trend has been 10 new stages come out. Once you've beaten all of those stages, you end up getting five copies of a new LR. And then obviously ESBR, when you've beaten those stages, you get the medals to EZA that LR. So do you think that that is something that they are going to abandon from this point on in favor of the support memories? Or what do we think is going to happen with this? Personally, from what I'm seeing with this is that I don't think really anything is going to change. And the reason why I say that is think of one particular LR that we haven't been able to 100% yet, and that's the Team Bardock LR. Mm. I think what's going to happen is that while, yes, they're going to release maybe one or two at a time, that doesn't mean that we're not going to get the LRs for said stages. Maybe once they put the five out there and then you actually like beat those five or beat the 10 or whenever, that's when the mission releases and you get the LR. If you've already done it, then you get it right when it releases. I think that they'll go that route personally. And, you know, it just, it, to me, it just makes sense that they'll do it. I don't like the fact that they've taken so long with certain, you know, stages coming to global. But at the same time, I think that's another topic when it comes to maybe catching up the games. But overall, when it comes to releasing one or two stages, I think that they're going to follow the trend of the Team Bardock and they're going to release the LRs for the dupe systems and the medals for awakening EZAs over time, instead of just putting it as one big glump. That way they could keep players continuing to come back and they could keep them going, okay, well, I need to do this as it releases instead of, I need to do this all right now and then not have anything to do for two months. Mm, interesting. Gail, what do you think? <clears throat> well, I mean, this is very similar to what they do with like IDBH and uh, well, now what they will potentially do with collection of epic fierce battles or whatever the stage is goddamn called i don't know what it's called at this point but the collection battle <laughs> stages right is that whenever it's a new celebration or the theme is there there will be a co corresponding stage released with it right so i think what they're gonna do is they're gonna alternate between each thing maybe the uh, do dokon fest uh, events or celebrations will get a collections based event um one of the bigger celebrations might get an idbh or two idbhs maybe even Maybe even the uh, IDBH uh, stages will come with dual Dokkan Fest, some of them maybe as well. Um, but I think this is what they're trying to do is with SBR, like Tystra said, is they're going to make it so that there's something to do in a celebration rather than it being literally just like, okay, banner, wait for a bit. Okay, now there's an EZA. Okay, that's done. What's next? Is there anything else to do? No? Okay, move on to the next celebration kind of thing, right? So at least if there's an SBR to do or something else, 
you know, there's something for people to do. So definitely uh, interested to see how they're going to also handle LRs for it as well. Um, but yeah, no, this is going to be very interesting, especially, you know, with what they've been doing on Global with the World Tournament, which we'll come on to later on, of course, is uh, I'm curious because what Taisha said with catching up the games, I'm curious to see what they're going to do from here on out as well. Mm. Um, Minato, any extra thoughts that we haven't covered so far for this? What do you think about what they're doing? I would say it's there's like a slight chance that they just don't do an LR, which would be funny. But I feel like I agree. Overall, it's definitely likely that they're going to just have the LRs drop over time. I would just hate it because Tystar brought out the point like it could be like LR in Bardock is like okay that sounds good in concept except you can't rainbow LR in Bardock (laughs) even now so I don't know if like really the thought of waiting because the like how support members are working essentially you have to wait basically if they do a monthly which we don't even know if they're going to do a monthly or how many stages they're going to do if we have to wait like 10 months to get a new support memory it's going to feel weird having like you know 20 out of 100 support memory just sitting in your box like that for months and if you can't even beat the stage you know that sucks (laughs) and if it's the same thing with an lr it's going to feel like battlefield and you know like those free-to-play lrs i personally Mm -hmm. don't like it um but again it's possible because they're also bringing the support memories on top of there you know maybe they just don't bring a new lr um we'll have to wait and see of course we don't know for sure it's all basically speculation well again we'll know more official information in three weeks from now so <laughs> that's gonna be a also fun to wait. cut in like you said 10 months right the average celebration is about a month long right so that would mean you're waiting like rather than the usual like every six months you would get a new sbr set of stages right you're now waiting 10 months for 10 stages so in theory you're actually waiting longer to get a complete set of stages than you were Mm, originally so that's also something Mm -hmm. to keep in mind that's a good that's a good point right there yeah i wonder if it could be something people who were complaining about it people who were complaining about how long it takes for sbr stages to come you're waiting longer now (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if it could be something that they do actually mix around so like maybe we do get Mm -hmm. one or two stages released with like the i want to say i guess smaller celebrations like this where it's like a single dokon fest but then when we Mm -hmm. get like a big jewel dokon fest like golden week or the download celebration or something like that maybe they then will drop another like big batch of stages in one go but as we said kind of just speculation all remains to be seen so it'll be interesting to see what they are going to do with that one thing again it does stay in the news one or more stages so again again, they could drop two stages four stages however many (laughs) they want to uh celebration it just depends i feel like with those major celebrations they could definitely drop like a set of five or even ten stages like they normally do to kind of make it not as if you know we're getting less stages than we usually were before i'm sure they have everything planned out but you never know it's a kotsky so Uh, another thing to think about um as well is what if they will do stages for new categories so if say a new category is uh you know in part of that celebration say they uh, say high speed combat for lr god coup and hit right if high speed combat was just released would they immediately release an sbr stage for that maybe that's what they're trying to do as well potentially i would love Mm. that because it, when these new categories release, you just kind of almost feels like there's no purpose to them. Mm. Like, okay, this new category comes out. That's cool. But unless there's like something really, really fun, like interesting, like GT Heroes was or something like that, it's kind of like just sitting there and you kind of forget about the category or you just never use it. And then it causes like the friends list to also be filled up with like the same type of friends leads. If there's a reason to set those units as your friend leads and there's a reason to run those teams that can not only make it more enjoyable to run the team but more incentivized to summon for the new dokkan fest so you could beat this brand new difficult content um something that i've been wanting for quite a while so i hope they do go down that route uh would be very interesting to see Mm. yeah something we've talked about in the past with even things like when they bring out these new celebrations and they introduce a new category just like throw that up as a mission for like the goku event or the vegeta event like to beat it with that category because like you said not only does it encourage people to summon for the unit so they can beat that new mission and get the rewards it gives you something to do with that team because super Bowl road is a perfectly good example like all of these new categories you pull them uh pull the unit you build the team and then if you want to use 
system in Super Battle Road, you're pretty much your only option is to jump into super or extreme class stage, which then, of course, limits you to having to use one unit of every color. So you're not really getting to try the team out the way you would necessarily want to. So if they did start doing that, that would be pretty cool. But obviously, we are also very far behind with stages that still need categories. So definitely will be interesting to see uh, what they decide to do with that going forward. So... But yeah, that wraps up the list of topics for the RJP exclusive, and we will move on to the global stuff. So obviously, the big thing going on at global at the moment, I'm sure you, you can't have missed it if you've logged into your game at all since Friday, but we are, of course, experiencing the latest version of everybody's favorite game mode, the World Tournament. So, uh, Tystry, I know you did a lot of this on your stream, right? So how, how has the World Tournament been going for you? Oh, it's just been fantastic. It's <laughs> it they changed everything. It's the it's the best. It's the same damn thing. <laughs> like I I can't say anything else about it. Like it was fun because of, you know, the fact that as a content creator, we get to, you know, hang out with the people who are also grinding as well on stream. Mm -hmm. But the fact remains, it's the same world tournament. The rewards are better, and especially with, you know, the new missions for the Demon King Piccolo, you know, that's pretty cool. So it made, it gave me a little bit more incentive to actually do a little bit more of the world tournament than I normally do. Mm. Gail, have you, uh, have you been getting stuck in this time? Oh, you bet, best believe I'm getting stuck in. I'm right <laughs> in there right now. Right now, I'm doing it right now. No, yeah, me I'm too. <laughs> Trenches. I'm, fighting I'm left doing the world and right. Tournament. <laughs> I'm doing the world tournament right now. But like Tystra said, you know, I obviously, I, I'm not, I don't haven't streamed in the last week, to be honest, but a lot of R&R. &R. Um, but world tournament obviously gives you an opportunity to just mind-numbingly do something, especially as a content creator. For the average person, it's obviously like hell. Uh, but uh, one thing I want to say, especially because of how they've added these missions for DKP and stuff, it makes me wonder as to what their plans are, because <clears throat> it seems like they've actually kind of fast forwarded a couple of things, especially with the way they've just been like, okay, we're going to drop all these DKPs. And it seems like Tao is probably going to be next for us, right? Um, in the next world tournament. Yeah. Well, he is the so local me... reward for this one. So he is the local reward, so never mind. Yep. I, never mind. I stand corrected. I didn't even realize he was the local world tournament. Shows how much interest I have right now <laughs> in the world tournament local <laughs> rankings. Um, but so the fact that they've kind of sped up everything for us on the global side makes me wonder as to whether or not that you know we obviously know that the first part of version Z, which should be dropping in Jan or something, right? They said late twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty two, right? Uh, makes me wonder if the next world tournament or one of the next world tournaments after the next one, I suppose, maybe the one in March or April will be the first or the next part of version Z. So there, the next revamp after the tutorial stages is going to be world tournament. So if that's the case, Hey, I don't mind these accelerated missions to be honest, but <laughs> apart from that, I mean, it's just normal old world tournament. It's just something to think about for the future. Maybe is what I'm coming at. Yeah, could you imagine if, because uh, we, them catching us up, because this uh, world tournament with the Tech Super Saiyan Gohan as the reward, uh, with LR Tao as the local reward, this actually, by them speeding up to this one, this lines us up with uh, JP in terms of the order of celebrations, because this did actually come around the time between the release of the AGL Kid Gohan Dokon Fest and the Tech LR Gogeta Dokon Fest. So this world tournament is now kind of fitting into that schedule that we're seeing on Global at the moment. And uh, something you guys both alluded to earlier, the fact that, you know, could this be a sign towards the game lining up? The fact that they're catching us up towards where JP currently is, or at least in terms of following the same schedule. And one thing I was thinking that you were saying then, I thought you were actually going to say this, but could you imagine if, even if the games themselves didn't line up exactly, imagine if in like the next couple of months, because they're catching global up so quickly with the world tournament, could we actually mm -hmm. see the first ever world tournament that was on both versions at the same time and is oh actually incorporating all the players 
from both versions. I don't know if that's even possible, but I, I, that would I'm be come sub insane. Nah, I, I, I would go out of my way. I'm not gonna get any higher than fifty thousand. I'm gonna no. just be lying about. I would go out of my way to beat all of you. <laughs> so I, I feel I like even try to be honest. At that, that, that you know, maybe that is unlikely. Um, obviously, that would ha- involve a huge revamp in terms of like the ranking rewards because yeah, getting into those higher brackets would now become obviously significantly harder. So I'm sure that would all see some sort of revamp. But yeah, that's definitely something also interesting that could themselves. potentially you'd have to in- happen. You'd have to incorporate the Japanese player base into like the global player base and vice versa, which would be a huge headache server-wise, right? I imagine it's um, probably not something that's ever going to happen, even if they do yeah. ever bring the fabled, like, lining up both versions of the game. I imagine they will stay completely separate, even for stuff like that. But mm-hmm. definitely would be interesting to see. Maybe at some point we will get a situation where the World Tournament is actually on on both versions at the same time, every time, even if they not are not actually linked up. But yeah, Global getting caught up a little bit with world tournaments that does mean that this one gives a ton of rewards so not only do we have the new lr we have the tech gohan who's really really good we have the awakenings for super saiyan 2 great saiyan man cell must uh the mighty musk we talked about all of these units in the previous uh, episode they are all pretty solid loads of stuff coming out with this one but as tystra was saying it is the same old world tournament so Uh, If you already know you don't like the World Tournament, it hasn't changed at all. It's just got some pretty decent rewards this time. So that is obviously the big thing going on at the moment. Uh, And this kind of leads up to almost basically the end of what is technically still the Kid Gohan celebration. So um, obviously... That's not the only thing going on. We also got some easy A's on Global. We talked about them a little bit last week, but they weren't live in the game yet. So now we actually have access to the easy A's for Int, LR, Gohan, and Sin Shenron. So Minato, start us off with the Gohan. We talked about him a little bit last week, but obviously he's live in Global now. People have actually gotten a chance to play with him. Um, is he as bad as people were making him out to be when his EZA first came out on JP? What do you think? No, but he's not like, you know, like a god or anything. That's the only thing. Um, Broly was... Broly is so good. And just <laughs> so stupid. Such a stupid unit that it makes this <laughs> Gohan kind of pale in comparison a little, which is, is understandable. Um, they're scared of this Gohan uh, in terms of offense. I feel like defensively, he's better than people may think he is like i feel like defense wise Uh he's he's easily like 220k plus defense you know maybe not even without support like pretty high um it just has offense that really suffers but that's i feel like people look at the offense like suffering and they're like oh he sucks but like his has amazing link set he's on like 12 category teams he has very very high defense you know post super attack so he's a i found i found him to be at least a very good unit to kind of throw in like final slots or you know like you know say like a six seventh slot unit and the team to help him with linking and stuff like that he's just not like a go-to option um i feel like they could have bumped up his stats a little but other than that i still think he's He's always been like a like the key plus one mechanic per piece for obtained will always be a busted and very, very good designed ability. So I, I like him personally. I think he's a fun unit to use at the very least, but just not what everyone's hopes and expectations were. Mm. And definitely Global's in a bit of a weird position because I'm sure I mean you guys obviously feel free to disagree if you do, but I'm I was gonna say I don't feel like anyone would disagree. Uh, I would say that the EZA LR Bardock is uh, better than this Gohan. And obviously for JP, Gohan came out first, but because Bardock came as part of the joint download celebration, we got his EZA first and now we're getting Gohan. So it kind of makes Gohan feel even more sort of lackluster because we're getting him after Bardock, but I would argue that he's not as good. So Gail, what would you say about that? Um, he's not as bad as people were painting him out to be, quite honestly speaking. I mean, I have used him now, you know. Obviously, I heard about everybody calling him super, like, bad and not an easy or anything of that sort. But he's not that bad. It does seem very, very, very average when you compare him to, say, a Broly or, like, uh, even a Goku Freeza easy right? Um, which is unfortunate because I was really hoping he'd be a lot better. Uh, you know, especially considering it is Gohan, one of my favorite characters, especially that moment as a whole. Um, 
and of course being well technically the the first summonable lr on jp of course we had broly as ours on global um but yeah he's not bad it's just he's not amazing either you'll use him here and there but not that often to be honest yeah he's definitely uh not a terrible unit. I've tried him out in a couple of different modes now. And uh yeah. yeah, he's good. He is good defensively. Um, and I feel like that almost makes up for his lack of attack, but obviously there's a lot of units in the same sort of role that he fulfills that definitely perform uh better than him, which is a little bit of a shame. But the mm -hmm. other EZA we got was for the physical sin Shenron. We made a bit of a joke about this last week, but Honestly, now that we've got him in game and I've tried him out, uh, obviously he's not like a crazy good EZA, like top tier EZA unit, but I don't think he's actually that bad. I think he's pretty solid. Uh, Tystra, have you had a chance to try out the EZA Sin Shenron yet? Um, honestly, no, I, I haven't been able to. I only got uh, one of the EZAs done during that stream, which was the Gohan. Uh -huh. But I, I've looked at him and I feel that when it comes to the the premise of an EZA, I think a lot of people forget that an EZA wasn't meant to make units broken. The EZA was meant to make the units better than they were and to fix their issues. And with the Gohan, obviously, it was the defense, which I felt was a successful EZA, in my opinion, because boy couldn't take a hit for anything uh -huh. back before the EZA. And now I feel like he's fixed. I could use him. I'm still hitting three, four million. Um, with this one, I haven't been able to experiment with him too much. Um, so I can't really give a true, honest opinion of it, but from the looks of it, from what I'm seeing with the actual passive, like he still does decent. He does decently well for a GT bosses team. I don't think that we can deny that he's definitely not busted. He's definitely not the best unit in the game, you know, that type of stuff, <laughs> but he, he works. He, he, we brought him to brought him into this current meta he may not be the meta but he's part of it yeah i guess in, the, in a sense of yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah the way mm -hmm. you put it is essentially i would agree with like an easy a is not supposed to make a unit like one of the best units in the game now all of a sudden it's just supposed to make them usable again and his easy a definitely does that um i've tried him out now in uh the main place i wanted to try him out was the extreme super battle road stage for shadow dragon saga because obviously you know there's going to be some people out there you don't have all of the super saiyan fours and things like that so you need to get that stage done you know shadow dragon saga is a very limited category and mm -hmm. uh this guy on that team considering the only leads for shadow dragon saga is double 150 so not even under 170 leads uh his defense is really good like his attack stat i think you, the best attack stat you can see from him even if he double supers because he raises attack on super is just over 2 million but he hits way over 200k defense which on esbr is definitely very manageable so if you're somebody who is struggling to beat that stage because you don't have the most optimal team he actually is quite useful for that stage now obviously that's very limited usage but hey that's what we're saying right an easy a make the unit usable again you can now use him in difficult content for his category and obviously tystra mentioned gt bosses a team that definitely still needs a lot of work and so he is a unit that can work very well on that. The other thing to remember, of course, is he is the perfect link partner for the existing Omega Shenrons. So assumedly, when we finally get a new one, whether it's an LR or not, whether it's a Sin that transforms into Omega or not, he's obviously going to have a place on that team still as well, I feel. So he's pretty solid. Obviously, he's nothing too crazy, but he's uh, not too bad. So... The other you don't mind me asking really quick about that. When mm -hmm. you said uh, 2 million per hit, is that a critical hit or is that just normal? Uh, 2 million attack stat. So. Oh, 2 million attack stat. Okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm... He's normally sitting around like 1.9 and then if you get the additional, it jumps up to like 2.1. So okay. it's not, not terrible, but yeah, his defense is over 200k. So, you know, not too It's respectable too for bad. a defensive unit. Exactly. So yeah. So yeah, two new EZAs on uh, Global. The other thing that we got, which was very interesting, uh, you know, after the sad news about Super Battle Road, we at least have some good news for Global. 
which was the fact that over these last few days, we've been able to collect a bunch of free tickets for the LR, Goku and Piccolo banner, which obviously was not a thing on JP. As long as you did uh, 50 stamina per day, you completed a daily mission to get a ticket. You could single summon with them straight away, which I saw a lot of people doing, or you could save up all 10 to do a multi, which then was actually a GSSR multi. So, Gail, how, what was your experience with the tickets? Did you save them up? Did you single them all? How did that go? I saved them up. Who do you think I am? Okay, good, 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 am? good man, good man. Uh, <laughs> nah, but, but I did uh, I did save them up and uh, I I came out a winner. I got the Dark Lord himself. I got Garlic Jr. So Ooh, nice. who's the real winner, baby? Who's the real winner? Nah, I, I, I didn't get any LRs, but it was a triple SSR multi. The other two were not of worth noting, to be honest. I don't <laughs> even remember what I got. But I did remember Garlic Jr. because it's the Dark Lord. Of course I had to remember him. Oh, so, yeah, no, I pulled uh, Garlic Jr. was a good pull from that. It was well worth it. Nice. Uh, Tystra, what about you? <sighs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't get the chance to save him up. I missed a day, so I just went ahead and single summoned. <laughs> I got a Tech Krillin, which sounds great on paper. If yeah. I hadn't pulled that unit at least 15 times, that's sad. I don't need him. No coins. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, <laughs> yay, another 10K Baba points. So awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was so jealous of everybody on Twitter who's like, I got Goku Piccolo. Oh, I got this. And I'm like, I got a rock. Yeah, yeah. the number of people I saw in the first couple of days who just obviously didn't have any patience and just jumped in with singles, but were posting screenshots of them single pulling random LRs was uh, yeah. quite interesting. I definitely can't complain. Uh, I saved up my 10. I did the multi and I pulled a copy. Funnily enough, considering he is the... Uh, the current one we've been talking about, I pulled a copy of the Int LR Gohan, which uh, I did actually still need dupes for. So, yeah, I did manage to get a free LR out of it. So Whoa. definitely very happy with that. So Fake whale. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know what's crazy? Uh, I only had two dupes in that in LR Gohan, and I actually got one of those dupes with the purple stone from the download celebration just so that I could have both of his paths unlocked with the star abilities ready for when he got his easy a so i could do videos and stuff so you i've only ever pulled him twice since he came out in all this time which is pretty crazy considering how uh how often i do go a little bit deeper than i should on lr banners so i guess everyone always has that one or two specific lrs that for whatever reason you just never turn up in your summons but funnily enough he was one for me so uh <laughs> there you go for so, me um i want i actually only have ever pulled one copy of ink goku black <laughs> oh damn he's just he's singing in my box on awakened because <laughs> i'm just <laughs> i don't care until <laughs> he gets an easy a which you know if he gets an easy announce next week then i'm in trouble no link levels no awakened <laughs> ah. gotta get back in the lab <laughs> all right so speaking of tickets that does actually lead us into our final uh big topic here for uh global i say a big topic it's big in terms of hype not in necessarily in the amount of stuff there is to talk about it but we are also getting some more free summon tickets on global at the moment so there currently are there's a daily mission every day leading up until uh the 3rd of november uh all you have to do is beat two events and you get a free dokom festival summon ticket this was updated in the news i believe it was yesterday at reset um and they did actually by releasing this information they actually confirmed the release date of the next celebration on global uh because when talking about the tickets when you read the actual details in the news the final line is basically saying that these tickets will be used for the upcoming celebration on the or on the upcoming Dokom Festival banner or at 10:30 PST on the 3rd of November. So obviously that's the time we normally expect banners to come out 10:30 PM PST which is in the morning for me in the UK. So Obviously, with everything that we've been seeing on Twitter from, you know, posts from people like I Seriously and things like that, we are 99% sure at this point that it's going to be the Tech LR Gogeta banner. 
Um, so yeah, getting free summon tickets for that. Definitely very interesting. Now, one thing I wanted to get your guys thoughts on is obviously last year, this is the time of year where we would normally get the golden week units way after mm -hmm. JP, which is very good that they changed that. Cause obviously the hype for those units was almost completely gone by the time it got to November for global. But last year, when we did have that same scenario, they had a countdown thing again where they actually did give away a couple of free tickets. And then when we got those banners, which was obviously the uh, Gotenks and Exchange Boo, uh, they had the three plus one summons and also with tickets. Now, obviously, this is a completely different celebration, but do you think we could potentially see that for global with the Gogeta banner, three plus one, and even potentially summon tickets? Gail, what do you think? Well, I don't see why not. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, let's get that out, uh, out of the way. Uh, if you look at the usual Christmas banners, like if I were to look at LR Evokin's banner, for example, right? I'm pretty sure we had the three plus one on there as well for us. And even go, uh, Gohan and Goten when they came out uh, a couple of years back, right? Yep. So I don't see why not we would get the three plus one wouldn't i mean at least we'll get discounts i feel potentially i think discounts is uh is also a possibility to be uh -huh. honest but yeah i think it's possible we'll get a three plus one and discounts to be honest i don't see why not and then what do you think about potentially tickets because obviously you know we're getting these five tickets from mm -hmm. login missions uh usually when they do these dokon fest banners with tickets you do need 10 to do a multi so is this a sign that maybe this will be one of those banners like the anniversaries often are where you know you get like it's usually three but you get like tickets per multi is that mm -hmm. do you think you could could you see that happening for global yeah of course i think that's uh very likely especially with these tickets i don't think that's a, an impossibility uh, unless they decide you know what the rest of the tickets are behind pilaf stroke go get them <laughs> um but no i don't think that's the case i think there will be a pilaf stroke pack potentially i don't see yep. why not as well for that i think that's very likely um but i also do believe we'll obviously have free tickets as well or I say free tickets you'll have to summon to get the tickets but they are free technically so mm -hmm. um i think we will get those tickets as well yes uh, Minato, as the J as the JP player, what do, what do you think about this? I mean, personally, Global Dub they get the three plus one. Uh, from what I recall, though, it's only the Christmas banners that get the three plus one and got the tickets. Like the actual blue Ka Ken Goku and Vegeta banner, at mm -hmm. the top of my head, didn't actually get the three plus one. It was the same as it was on JP. Um, I personally think that that's probably what it's gonna end up being. Uh, I wouldn't really hold your expectations high for any of those tickets because I think those countdown tickets are just going to be additional tickets for or the substitute for like kind of like the rainbow tickets that JP got for the uh, Tanabata celebration. And we got a total of 21 of those rainbow tickets. Like we could do Good seven show, yeah. uh, multis on the banner. Mm. Now global, uh, it's possible that they get more because, you know, global sometimes get more Tickets from the ticket banners, like during the anniversary, for example, things like that. So we'll just have to wait and see. I just don't think that it's going to be like that. I think if the Christmas banner or, you know, if they do again, this a Christmas banner similar to this for the actual Tanabata banner, which returns a six year LRs, that's what's going to be three plus one with tickets. Um, it could always change. Though. I mean, personally, it's on global, so I, I don't necessarily care, but it is JP <laughs> Shaft. I kind of care a little bit you know when i see them some people get you know the brand new alar and free takes i'm like ah shafts but that's really it for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think because that's an interesting point you raised with the rainbow tickets is obviously we would hope that those would come to global as well but if you said if we're getting if you got 21 of those on jp and global is getting five of these tickets for free i would assume it's not going to be a direct replacement so hopefully we'll either get more of those tickets from something else to make up the difference or we just get the rainbow tickets as well obviously global is often very generous when it comes to things like free tickets and discounted rotations and all that kind of stuff so obviously best case scenario would be that we get tickets uh both from the summonings and those rainbow tickets but obviously as we said kind of just wishful thinking at this point we don't actually know for sure 
But at least we now know when the celebration is coming out. And by the time this video goes up, we are literally going to be like three or four days away. So we're probably only actually a day or two away from an actual announcement in game to confirm what the celebration is going to be. So definitely an exciting time for Global. So there you go. That is everything that we know for this week. Uh, a lot of fun stuff going on on both versions. You know, everyone loves everyone loves the World Tournament, so lots of fun on Global. But big things are coming. November is going to be a very busy month for both versions. Obviously, we have Heroes upcoming as well, which is something that we've talked about on the last few episodes in a row, um, we'll definitely be talking about that a lot more on the next episode. We had a little bit of information revealed, but we're still waiting for that big hype news to come. So there's uh, definitely a lot to look forward to in the upcoming month for Dokon. So that is going to be it for us over here for this episode of the Dokon Battle podcast. Obviously, as we are unable to do this episode live, uh, we do not have any questions for this episode, but feel free to leave us any questions about any of the topics we talked about in the comment section, and I'm sure we will check in and try and answer some of those if we can. So that is going to be it for episode 57, Messenger from the Future. I have been your host, The Masked Ningen. I want to say a big thank you to all of my guests, uh, Minato, Tystra, and Gail. Shout out to Troco for manning the boards behind the scenes as well. Uh, like I say, there was a bit of an issue with getting the live episode done. So I appreciate all of these guys coming out so we could still provide an episode for you guys. So hopefully you enjoyed it, even though you weren't able to watch it live. And uh, let us know all of your thoughts down below in the comment section. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias. And we should be back to business as usual for next week with the live episode on Twitch. So hopefully we will see you there. So from all of us at 5.9 Gaming, this has been the Dokon Battle Podcast. And we will see you next time. Peace out.